The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire, call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square, push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon, tolerate diversity of thought, control their childlike emotional impulses, stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Buy her one margarita, she will spread her legs! If you buy her two margaritas, she will right on your penis after three margaritas she will grab your penis and put it in her mouth Welcome to a mentionable podcast. I'm Jordan Power. This is Shivam, the person who books guests on the show. And and let's just start with this. Sometimes, if I don't watch the ship as the captain, it goes right into an iceberg. Although that story is, is kind of a conspiracy theory with the Titanic, but I don't want to get into it right now because nothing's real. So Shivam yeah. sends me some guest ideas, and uh, one of them is a guy. Now, very. This is if you're listening in Qatar. To Crete, Damascus, <laughs> wherever the majority of the audience is. Yeah. United States of America, Hollaback Patriots. So Shivam sends me someone to come on the show. And the man, ready? Very relatable to everyone else. He's a Toronto historian. Because everyone knows I love Toronto. So let's start there. <laughs> I've been very clear about, like, there's nowhere I'd rather be. No, he's like a historian in general. Shut up. Yeah, Shut okay. up. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So then secondly, uh, he's a historian. Who cares? It happened. We're, we're living in the now. <laughs> I learned that from therapy. And he gives walking tours, which is like the ultimate normie experience. So it's like those three things. And he's going to come on and tell you about the history of Toronto and areas that he loves. Things Again, something I'm very interested in. Toronto. I'd love to. Uh, if there's anything I'd love to, is more information about Toronto. <laughs> Frankly. He's a good guy though. He's a nice, nice I guy. I pray for yeah. a terrorist attack every day. So, <laughs> so Shivam sends it to me. I said to be very very relatable for people in other countries. Oh, there goes the mic. Also Shivam's fault. Okay, so I don't know who that woman is, but I am uh flying high. Mm. I've been on Tongat Ali, which is these are things I, I say just to, so it feels like I'm better than you. You're like, oh, what is that? It's like, listen and learn. I'm on another wavelength right now. Freedom Blueprint, but. So, so um, 
I have been taking Tongat Ali, which is an herb that lowers your cortisol, which is great. And then that helps with reducing belly fat. But cortisol is also linked to, linked to stress. High cortisol, you can lose your hair, et cetera. That's why people say when you're stressed, you lose your hair. Um, you know, other things I explore in this book I'm working on is just like prolactin levels, high testosterone, et cetera. But, um, you know, now that daddy's getting up there a little bit, uh, you know, I, I want to stay at high performance level, like a race car. And so I've been taking Tongat Ali because I've been trying to boost my testosterone because the trials showed that it was boosting testosterone from like 20 to 30%. And I think I've been overdoing it because uh, along with that is I forgot that testosterone can also be a poison and that too much of that is like anger. Yeah. And uh, I was just I was <laughs> just like walking around with like really wide shoulders. Like I look like those like girls on like American Ninja Warrior, you know, they're just like, <laughs> they're, like lifted too much. <laughs> That like Romanian gymnast look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around like this, and I'm just kind of like staring at people like I'm an eagle. Like I'm just like zeroing in on them. Yeah. And then I'm masturbating like three, four times a day. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So I've been dialing that back, but I gave some to Shivam. Right now. And it's didn't been, even know what that was. He's like, just been, open your mouth. <laughs> it's been 10 minutes. Now he's climbing up a big hill here, but do you feel even a bit more masculine? I feel less your tired. Your starting though. point is like a little lower. I, I feel less tired. Because yeah. I walked around 15,000 steps today. What does that even mean? People that count... By the way, I've never seen a, a fit person with a Fitbit. That's that's for everyone. If you're counting your steps, your body isn't good. What the fuck? People... <laughs> what? Here's how you get fit. You Bro. lift heavy things. Yeah, no, And you put them back <laughs> down. People who talk about their steps never get to that upper echelon. I'm telling you. <laughs> you never hear... No, it's true. Go to, like, CrossFit, yeah. and there's yeah. places people who are, like, super athletes or, like, those, like, you know, fitness models. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that bailed on us on yeah. the show. Shout out to Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> the one... Fuck you. It was your idea, by the way. <laughs> was there another podcast that wants you more? <laughs> Anyways, if you ask Lucas or any of these people, Bro, you wouldn't be like, how, how did you how did you get so fit? And the answer is like extreme discipline, heavy things up and down, up and down over and over for years. But they're not going to be like, oh, I did, uh, you know, 7.2 million steps. Right, right. This is normie shit. Okay. Don't talk in steps ever. <laughs> <laughs> on this program i really had too much talk okay. on ali i'm gonna masturbate right now <laughs> i walked like seven to eight kilometers today oh wow yeah now you get it okay but i don't feel tired right now i should feel tired right now i don't and i think it's it's a little too stimulating and when i yeah. paired it with what is and i'm on also so the t the tongue at ali kind of drops your cortisol gives you good vitality and just sort of like testosterone surge but then there's this other thing i've been taking and it is called NAD plus, right? So the precursor is NMN. It's kind of controversial. Of course, the FDA has banned it, which means it probably works. But uh, <laughs> you remember, everything's the, the opposite. <laughs> it's opposite world. I talk about it all the time. But anyway, um, they've shown it in rats to extend their, extend their lifespan by like 30%. So there's this guy named David Sinclair. I heard him on Rogan and a couple other podcasts. And He's uh, talking about how this substance is literally, you know, mit mitochondrial repair, um, which, I, you know, I pretend I know what that means, but that's what one of the things I heard it does. <laughs> and uh, it just sort of just like gives you just general anti-aging. Like it could be the one substance they found that sort of could reverse aging. So I was like, ah, let me just take it. And what I learned was celebrities, the really high end celebrities and athletes, what they do is every week, a lot of them will get an NAD infusion. So they'll go to a clinic and get this substance with salt water essentially in an IV and 
they charge them for an hour drip eight hundred dollars. Toronto's a little cheaper. It's like $500. But, you know, you're doing that every week. That's two grand a month just for the infusion. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's absurd. I would. But but what, what, I was what, like, that's absurd. I'm not going to go to a clinic and uh, I just said mitochondrial repair. What are you, no, not but a scientist? Like, but no. <laughs> well, let me explain to you. So yeah, I bought explain, it. Yeah. So, I, so you can't really... You can take the precursor, which is NMN. And I had been taking that. But in oral form, it doesn't really work that well. Like, So the better option... Because peptides are sort of like this new frontier. But anyways, the better option is to go the NAD route. Uh, and so, you know, celebrities get it. And when you when you get it, I've heard from that. It just gives you this extreme energy, extreme focus. The biggest thing is the cognition. Uh, so I was like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to get infusions. But then I found it with a, in nasal spray. Right? Okay. And so that's essentially just like saline water and NAD combined. And so I took the NMN in the morning and then I took the NAD, just started shooting it. The first day I kind of felt like a little boost. Man, after that, it's like kicking your world into high gear. Yeah, it's like that Bradley Cooper movie. Uh, Limitless. Yeah. yeah. Like I was just on another, I got so much work done. Uh, I was putting the final touches on the ebook. Then I was working on another thing. Then I wrote a song, like a whole song. I just yeah. wrote a whole. It's like Bradley, and I'm just hitting this like nasal spray every six hours, like tss, tss, like a nut job. Um, <laughs> but I understand why celebrities pay all that money every week to go get these infusions because you feel like you're operating in just a level, like a high performance level. Not only your energy level, like I feel like I'm 18 right now between the Tongat Ali and the other thing, but. Um, your energy level is just you, your your brain is just firing extremely quick. It's almost like someone went into your head and just got all the cobwebs out and connected a, some more neurotransmitters or neural connections, I guess, uh, together because you just sort of feel like your brain is really in high gear. Can you sleep? Look it up. Let's, let's see if it's linked to lupus. Can you sleep <laughs> like properly or is it yeah, yeah you're fine? That's the other thing. My I yeah. stopped using my alarm clock when I that was the biggest thing I knew it was kicking in. I would take, I always set an alarm clock. I'm someone who needs to wake up from an alarm clock yeah. or I will just keep sleeping. Um, but uh, NAD plus. So I started taking it and I didn't, I didn't really notice that basically I, my body needs about eight hours of sleep, about seven and a half sometimes. And I was just waking up pretty much around the same time without an alarm clock. Just type in benefits. We're not going to give them all this language. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. And what about like the downer? Do you have any downers the next day? Um, no, it's actually very, and it's also, it's a very, um, there are 11 health benefits of NAD. Um, it's a very clean feeling. You don't feel like that coffee anxiety where, you know, you've got a solid boost of energy. I just used the last of it. So I was going to give you some to try, but I did give it to someone else and they tried it and they said they were, they felt like for like two hours, they were operating at like a very high performance level, like, like truly like superhuman. Okay. So when, in, so as you the whole point is as you get older, not even like I'm that old, but I know like younger people do it too. But it's like when your NAD levels, uh, as you get older, your NAD levels decrease. And so along that, you have there harmed immune function, increased inflammation in the body, impaired brain function, accelerated aging, increasing in sunburn and skin cancer, decreased cellular antioxidants, hypoxia, lower levels of oxygen, etc. So it's like basically like all the kind of things that is associated with normal aging. Uh, so as, so you want to get your NAD levels up to a solid level. Now I probably already have the metasol level, but what's so strange to me is like taking this stuff. I go from like 36 to 20 or even 18. It's just extremely high functioning. I don't feel tired at all. My brain is 
just so quick. It's like before the porn and the drugs start to chip away at it and the weed. It's just like getting me back to that. And and here, this is what it says. So it improves your mitochondrial health. That's what I said because I'm a scientist. Improves cellular <laughs> metabolism and energy production. Improves production of sirtuins. Don't know what that is. More NAD anti-aging benefits. Improved DNA repair and recovery. Increased immunity. Stimulation of oxytocin. Uh, autophagy, which I believe is uh, cellular repair. Cellular recycling. So that's like getting rid of um, damage in the body. Improved insulin sensitivity. So some people, when they take it, they lose weight. Um, I found when I started, I, again, I'm not like selling it or anything. There's no like yeah, link. We don't, we don't there's endorse no link. it, bro. Yeah, there's no yeah. link at the end of this, and I'm not a doctor. Do what you want. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's just fascinating to speak of my own experience. If you're listening, if you're my lawyer listening, that was the part where I saved myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can just cut this out. Um, but to speak of my own experience, to be on this level, so I ordered some for someone else in my life. I don't want to. I don't want to implicate them. Yeah. But I I ordered some because I was like, you got to try this. This is unbelievable. Like I I I heard all these celebrities doing it, and I was like, why are they all getting like they're crazy? But you really do feel on another level. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that much anymore. So I had a, I've been having I've talked about it openly on the show, but really. I've become more and more of a private person that has withdrawn from society more and more. And that's not a good thing. At times it's very peaceful, but in other parts it's not as great. But I do really like being alone. I, I'm one of the very strange people that can go like five weeks alone in Thailand and just like really not have much human interaction. You know, a couple people you meet at, at areas, uh, other things, and just general people yeah. you meet. And so... Um, the other problem is that every time I go on these channels now, which are like our main channels, let's say YouTube, social media, stuff like that, Google, uh, I'm constantly encountering just like insanity and it's just like ramping up to another level. And I've clearly talked openly about it on this show. It's not the first time I said that. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that feeling. So I just want to give you a rundown of five things, four, four things, one of them shivums, but four things that came across my social media feed this week. And then Shiva has, we have exclusive footage <laughs> of Santa keying a car in Toronto. Santa Claus, baby. And I had my own video. I didn't take a video because I'm not a monster. Yeah. But I did see a woman taking a dump when I had to go buy a broom, which is an <laughs> undignified experience. But I did see a woman taking a dump. So I also have a, a moment. To okay. Share. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so nice. let's start with um, our loving Toronto moments. Yeah. Um, so let's start with uh, who is this here? Uh, Dog, the, uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Who I believe is a lesbian woman. Oh no, wait, that's dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> it looks like that woman at Handlands. They have a new. They have like a lifeguard there now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to say something very controversial, but I never, I would never. But I'm fine with straight women having power. But the dykes, when they get power, they go wild. They go wild. <laughs> I've really. <laughs> it's a little scary sometimes. Okay, so it's not a. Le it's not a lesbian, but um. It is Dog the Bounty Hunter, which is, if you don't know, is a guy that people used to pay, I guess, to go find people that were stolen, kidnapped. Is that That's what a bounty hunter is, right? Yeah. So he's here with his new wife. I think the other one died, actually. They look really similar. And uh, what's happened now is because most people's view of the LGBTQ, whatever letters you've added and stay away from me, community, is that, you know, everyone's insane and is a puppy and is in the pride parade naked around four-year-old children uh, or is like running around, like I engaging in extreme depravity uh, in front of in the public. Like, listen, I don't care what you do in your private life. No one ever does. But it's like 
don't even talk about the kids at the Pride Parade. Let's not even focus on that. I don't want to see your dick at the Pride Parade. I don't want to see your dick. Okay? No one, like, we don't want to see your dick. A lot of people don't want to see your dick. If you're extremely hot, a lot of people want to see your dick. And that's, like, the weird thing when we all play it. We all kind of dance around that. But for the most part, like, I don't I don't really want to see your dick. So it's, like, it's not even a, about the kids. Take the kids out of the equation. It's just, like, why do you have to walk around naked in front of thousands of people I, I, if they don't want to see that? You're not on a nude beach. You're in public. So now what happens is, is if you look at the approval of let's say LGBT people in the United States, like for a, for a long period there, I think it was like over 80, 80% of people think LGBT should have equal rights in America. So like this has come from, it's come up a long way and I'm sure that's very nuanced about what is equal rights, but for the most part, like it was trending upward and now it's trending downward. So the acceptance of LGBT has actually gone downward, which like shocking. Uh, maybe when you put 5,000 proud pride flags in a classroom and try to tell kids they're whatever, that think the, the, the parents might be a little, uh, might think we're all under this umbrella. So I personally have unsubscribed. I've been very openly about that. I just live my life. And part of that is that I'm gay and I talk about my life. But for the most part, I don't really participate in any high level. I've been asked to do things. I've been asked to do a charity thing and stuff like that. I, to be honest, I just, I find it's gone off the rails. And so what's happened is that like, now you're seeing sort of just like this virulent homophobia pop up. Uh, there was a Twitter poll the other day by some right winger dude. It's like, this is the problem with the right wing. They always just go off the rails too. And it's like, it was something like, would you, would you rather your kid be a Nazi or LGBT and Nazi one? What? So it's like, you just, you just push people to a level where they just uh, feel overwhelmed. And especially when you like, I don't think people are trying to fuck your kids. I've said that many times, but it's also just like we see these videos on libs of TikTok and it's just insane. It's just insane. It'll be like some person with like eight genders who's like, I, I taught my kids about LGBT, you know, and then today like 40% of them are non-binary. It's like, well, that's just statistically not, not possible. And you're really just fucking with kids heads at this point. So anyway, that's my little rant to set this up. So this is Dog the Bounty Hunter and his wife, and they did an interview. And uh, here are his thoughts on the community. We don't need no more sissy men. Even Joel Olstein has become a man. So we need men and women that are, are willing to stand up against evil. That's and, right. And yes. speak the word of God. Pride month, was it? What month was it? With all the business. Yeah, it is. Pride month. <laughs> Y'all are going to get my Facebook shut down, but it's okay. Y'all, if we go down, come bail us out. <laughs> Pride cometh before a fall. Oh, yes. That's if they want to shut us off because quoting the scriptures, I've got a lot of good lawyers. So, Pride cometh before, before the fall. fall. And come that on. doesn't mean you trip. That means... They're falling to the right and to the left. Target, yes. uh, Belinsky, uh, all these pr uh, guys that are back in those. <laughs> we don't. Well, I'm sure that was even, up even got even are, better. We don't need to play anymore. It's just like this is the problem. It's just the, the the problem is like if you follow, the people always ask me they're like, "Are you a fan of this person?" It's like, no, you shouldn't be a fan of anyone's ideas. You shouldn't follow Candace Owens and then everything Candace Owens says, you believe. And that's why you watch her YouTube videos just like, yeah, whatever Candace tells me to do. No sane person 
follows one person on YouTube and then just becomes them. That means you have a lack of self-concept. That's something you deeply have to work on. So the so the, when I say, you know, I, I like certain people, it's like, you know, I like ideas that I take from certain people and so should everyone. Like, you should be open to different ideas and, you know, I like this person and that person and but then eventually what happens is you, you get these conservative people and then they're all like, okay, we all like Trump. And then it's like well, abortion. Well, that's what my team's into. So I'm into abortion. And then it's like a, bu- a bunch of crazy right wing nut jobs are like super anti LGBT and going off the rails. And then instead of people saying like what I've said about certain gender ideology points, you're just like, let's get off the train. Like there's a point where you just get out of the group, right? You don't have to be in a group. You can just be you. But it's like they you should go, no, you know what? Fuck you. My son's gay. Or fuck you, this person that I know is gay. And fuck you, I'm not playing this game just because I like Trump. But so many people that can't think for themselves, they start going down this funnel more and more and more. And they get to the point where they're basically just completely mimetic. They're, they are Andrew Tate because they have no self-identity. They don't know who they are. So they just become everything Andrew Tate believes. And then you plug into Andrew Tate. You plug into the ideological silo and they can take you wherever they want. And they're going to keep taking you crazier and crazier places because it gets them clicks. So they're going to become more radicalized and they're going to feel like there's like a left and a right wing and like this person's this and it's just going to constantly be that tension. And so it's so funny to me when I when people are like, oh, can you see that people are becoming more anti LGBT? And I was like, yeah, the fringes always make everyone else pay for their behavior because that's who gets elevated on the internet, right? So you have like whack job far right, whack job far left, and they just get elevated on the internet. And then it's just this constant war that's going on when most most people are like at Starbucks and relatively normal, which is a crazy thing for me to say, considering how many times I've said on the show that a lot of people, but a lot of people you meet are like quite well-intentioned and like actually pretty nice. The majority, like I am cynical in a lot of ways, but like the majority of people are pretty well intentioned and are nice. Like there is a small, you know, segment that runs the world, but they're not great. So yeah, so that's the first thing I saw, and then the second thing I saw was um, this just you know just just uh, just a normal day, right? So it's like it's like my niece, and then it's like a New York Post article, and then it's like my friend in Tulum, and then it's like oh. A mayor in Mexico has married a female alligator in a traditional ceremony, which is believed to bring good fortune to his people. There's always like this is this weird dance we have to do in, in society where it's like we we don't want to be like too rude. Like when, you know, you hear like the elephant tusk trade. Right. And people in China are like, well, if we grind up the elephant tusks, you know, it w- we won't have leukemia. And because it's someone else's culture, you don't have you don't want to be like, that's really stupid and you should stop that. Right. Because it's like kind of rude. Well, if they believe that now, knowing what I know on the Internet and everything, that's probably actually the cure for leukemia. But let's get away from that for a second. So it's like other cultures you have to be like, but you don't want to do that because it's like, oh, that's your food. You don't want to insult their way of life. And there's certain things you don't want to touch. But if you believe that a man fucking an alligator in her tiny alligator vagina is going to bring good fortune to your people, you're probably idiots. (laughs) You're probably idiots. I will take that one. The alligator, if you're listening, is in a wedding dress, custom (laughs) wedding dress, being held up with its mouth wired shut, which is really how most men want women. So uh, that one's not really. 
I there's probably certain women in the Middle East that got married like that. I don't need to laugh. But like, can we be honest? Like, you know, we're wiring your mouth shut and give us the car keys. <laughs> anyway, so I don't. I guess she didn't. Cons- I don't even know if they consummated the marriage. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Why I have to go to Thailand for five weeks alone? I want out. Don't you want out? Except this show. Keep keep doing it. So, can you just play it? <laughs> oh, she looks so cute. <laughs> can I tell you something super fucking you're marrying about pa- me? You're marrying a parakeet? No, 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 no. It's close. Okay. So I have a yo yo yo. I was I, I never thought I'm gonna is tell that anyone this. Is that this bitch that dumped you? We're gonna talk about that on Patreon though. Okay, yeah, on the Patreon we're gonna talk about a woman, and I hope she's listening because we will. Ah, oh, it sucks to do it on the Patreon. You gonna do it here? Patreon.com/slash/unmentionablepodcast where we will badmouth her. Okay. Keep going. Um, so in in Indian tradition, there is a thing called being a manglik. And you are a manglik if you're born on a certain, like, time of the day when stars are aligned in a certain way, okay? And a lot of could, people could be manglik. And manglik, uh, th- this comes from the position of Mars in the sky. Can we get the cold notes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is what... So, basically, my mom told me that I am a manglik. And this is, like, information, like, you shouldn't be telling people just like that. It's okay. On no podcast. one's listening. It's fine. Right. And so, to to <laughs> to get the... Uh, so what happens is like if I marry a woman, she's gonna die. Like it's it's pre-written. I don't believe in this shit, but like it's pre-written, she's gonna die. So to to get away from my manglik thingy, I have to marry a goat or a tree before I Those marry. Those are your a only options. Yeah, uh, before I marry like an actual human being. So if I like somebody, I gotta marry a goat before I marry her. That's very stupid. And I don't think it deserves it respect. It is super stupid. Like, I don't believe in it. So what did you say to your mom when she said you have to marry a tree? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not, not going to do that. What the fuck? You're telling me when you were younger, you went to weddings for people marrying trees? No, you, no Most people don't go. Like, it's not a like a function. What about the goat? Well, it's like it's supposed to be like a small like family gathering. Wait a minute. <laughs> Can you pull up on YouTube? Yeah. There's videos of people. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I, re- I really rescued you. I've never <laughs> felt like I rescued more than this moment. <laughs> it was like work with underappreciated talent. Yeah, in multiple ways, bro. Look at this. Like, or marry this, a goat. Yeah. So like this, this woman had to marry a dog. She looks thrilled. <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> so it's a real thing. It's a real thing. I mean, so that's so that's when they've run out of men in the tribe. They just go, oh, no one wanted to marry you. You're going to marry a dog? Yep. Yep. Sort of. So, yeah, you marry a goat or a dog or, like, tree. Or like some How do you break that to the parents? Does someone have to go to the parents and be like, we ran out of men. Get her a dog. Get her a cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's like a whole... It's a long story. Like, I'll, I'll explain you some other day. Yeah. Okay, before we go to the Patreon... Well, you know what? Let's go through... So that was the first clip. The second yeah. clip was the person marrying the alligator. I said, ah, okay. I was like, let me check in with the the most powerful man in the world, see how he's rolling around. Noted. Groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and 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 Joan 
Shengang, I'm going to pronounce it right, Shanga Koawa. Include it. That's real. Okay, go to the second one. <laughs> Part two. Okay, wait, this one, hold on, I just have to preface this. I don't know if this isn't like a deep fake, because like, you know, someone's going to call me misinformation, whatever. I'm saying I don't know, because it seems, now, based on the previous clip and others I've seen on Twitter of Biden, I was like, eh, maybe, like, uh, this could be real. I don't know if it's real or not, but um, if you're listening, it's Joe, there are a lot of weird photos of Joe Biden sniffing children, I don't understand it. Um, you can find them, the ones that haven't been scrubbed. They're probably on Twitter. But the point is, is like, this is a video of the president of the United States and a child. The mom's in the video. And, uh, at some point, I don't think we have to explain it video wise, but you'll hear it. Go, just play the audio. Have you take all these pictures? Yeah. Let me whisper a secret. Don't tell mommy what I told you. He says, you got it. Let me whisper you a secret. Then sniffs the child and says, "Don't tell mom." Which, like, the second thing is, he didn't even tell her anything. Yeah. Was she gonna tell her mom that you sniffed her? <laughs> he doesn't even get that part right. <laughs> Don't tell mom that you sniffed <laughs> that I sniffed you. She's right here. <laughs> Keep playing this. Did he also go for the mom? Like, she looked like he was going to come for her. She's like, is that the secret service of my pussy, or are you happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looked like. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's go to Patreon, because I want to... I have I have three more clips. The, re the next three will be on Patreon. We're going to play... They actually get even crazier as you go on, okay? So there's one here, AI robots basically already taken over Santa an area, and then Shivam ran into Santa, destroying private property. And then I also have a clip about some economic stuff in the banking system. Plus, we'll talk about a woman that went on a date with Shivam and insulted him. Patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast. If not, we'll talk to you next week.